0: Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 279.
1: Fire, fire, fire. Incredible entrepreneurs
0: share their inspiring journey with you every day on Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire.
1: Prepare to ignite now. Now. Here is your host with yet another amazing guest, John Lee Dumas.
0: Entrepreneur on Fire. Fire. Namaste, Fire Nation. And guess what? LegalZoom wants to help you get your business started right. Visit LegalZoom.com where you'll find award-winning services developed by the best legal minds in the country. Enter Fire in the referral box at checkout for your discount today. Our other sponsor, 99designs, is your go-to for logo, web, or merchandise designs for your brand. They will connect you to tons of talented graphic designers around the world. Visit 99designs.com slash fire to get $99 of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Corey Wadden. Corey, are you prepared to ignite? I am. <laughs> All right. Corey is a 24-year-old actor-turned-entrepreneur who set off on a 24-month challenge to retire his mom. Using mobile apps, ebooks, and other ventures as his vehicle to do it, he plans to retire his mom for Christmas of 2013. Given Fire Nation just a little overview, Corey, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally, we want to get to know you, and then give us a little overview of your business.
1: Sure. Well, you did a great job introducing Thanks. me. You made me sound very good. <laughs> uh, before that, yeah. So uh, you got it. I was an aspiring actor. I wanted to go to California, and I just read Marlon Brando's book, his autobiography, actually, songs my Mother Tommy. And uh, in it, he lives with some hobos on the streets of New York in the late 40s when he starts his acting career. So when I was younger, I thought that was really cool, and I thought I was going to go and just – figure it out as I went by the seat of my pants but uh, you know growing up we didn't have a lot of money. I felt really guilty about leaving my mom when she didn't have a lot financially and she'd already been working. She had my brother when she was 17 so I decided to start doing door-to-door sales which in a way is its own entrepreneurial effort. Totally. Yeah and uh, I earned some money and I helped her out but it just wasn't enough and then fast forward to 23 years old my mom was at risk of losing her job. I had to do something bigger. And uh, so I left that job and started this.
0: We're going to dive way into depth on this later in the interview, Corey, because it is simply fascinating. And I'm definitely going to encourage anybody to check out his website. It has a great video, great description, really cool stuff. But we're going to dive way into this. But before we do, Corey, we love to start Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote to get that motivational ball rolling. So... Take it away.
1: Sure. So I'm actually just going to give you one word and I'm going to give you the meaning behind it. I'm thinking about getting a tattoo of it, but it really, it dictates the way I live my life and it is a mantra. And uh, the word is Kaizen. And what that means is continuous improvement physically, mentally, spiritually. So every single day I ask myself, am I growing in one or all of those ways? And that in itself governs the way I uh, I run my life from when I wake up to when I go to bed, whether it be reading a book, watching a TED Talk, uh, going to the gym. A- in any way, I have to be constantly growing or else I become miserable. I'm <laughs> I'm addicted to that. So.
0: so say that word one more time and then the acronym itself.
1: Sure. Kaizen. Uh, K-A-I-Z-E-N. I'm not sure it's an acronym. I know it is it's a Japanese word. and oh, okay. Uh, yeah, they use it in, um, in lean manufacturing terms, too. It's a business term, but um, philosophically, I guess you could say, it would mean continuous improvement, the art of continuous improvement.
0: Love that for a lot of reasons. And the reason why I thought it might have been an acronym at first, because I thought you were spelling out the Kaizen maybe with a C, but I totally get it now. And my word, which is an acronym that I share all the time on this show, is FOCUS. Follow one course until success. Because as entrepreneurs, there are so many bright, shiny objects that we can chase and never really sink our teeth into one subject or topic that we're passionate about because we're always losing our focus, so to speak. So, Mm -hmm. love both of those. Love that word, Kaizen. If you get a tattoo, send it over. We'll put it on your show notes page. It'll be uh, it'll be great. Right now, we have the one of you looking straight up. So it looks like we're looking up your nose anyway. So I think a tattoo Perfect. below it would be great. That would so, be great. So, Corey, let's talk about your entrepreneurial journey. Obviously, it hasn't been super long, but every entrepreneurial journey, no matter the length, has its ups, has its downs, has its pitfalls, has its successes. Let's talk about one of those down moments. One of those times where you failed or where you face a massive obstacle that you had to dig deep to overcome. And how'd you overcome that?
1: Sure. So just to kind of give maybe a more thorough description of what it is exactly I'm doing. I'm on a two year challenge to earn $1 million to retire my mom and it's being filmed as a documentary. And so in the context of my challenge, money is a motivator. And ironically, that's not actually not my philosophy on life. I don't think that money should be <laughs> the main motivator, which I know is contrary to, to what I'm doing. But I think that we all have extreme circumstances in different parts of our lives where money does become a motivator. And I think for a temporary amount of time, it's okay. And in this situation where my mom lost her job and you know doesn't really have a retirement plan, in my opinion, that's okay. So anyway, that being said, um, we're talking about pitfalls and failures. Early on, I was trying different startups and the first two failed. The first one was actually a fashion startup. And I was partnering with this girl who uh, had Disney's attention because she has a really popular fashion blog called Disney bound. And with that being said, we couldn't get it into Disney fast enough, and then it soon became something that would have taken too long to get off the ground, so that uh, I had to drop. I had another website called Old Sentiments that I was really passionate about, actually. It was an online uh, curated, I guess, blog type in a similar, in a similar vein to Deer Photograph or Bro Tips, and couldn't get enough traction on the website early enough, so I've really had to have quick failures. And um, but I perceive those as learning experiences, because as long as you learn from it, and as long as you look at it in a way as, okay, well, I tried this and it didn't work. So now I'm going to move on to the next thing and take those lessons and not make the same mistake again. But I would say those were my two biggest failures along the challenge so far.
0: So we love to really analyze those failures here at Entrepreneur on Fire, Corey. So pull out one clear lesson that you learned from that and how you've applied it to future endeavors in your life.
1: Oftentimes we look at failure as something that's negative. I think that whether it's a relationship, whether it's your business, I think that if you look at it in a different way, oftentimes the universe, not to get like esoterical on you, the universe kind of conspires and it makes it so that when you're going through those setbacks, they're happening for a reason. And oftentimes it's just the universe's way of moving something out of your life to make way for something that you actually want. So, and I found that in multiple instances where I've looked at something and said, oh crap, you know, poor me. And then all of a sudden something great happens right after.
0: So, Corey, that totally was a very valuable lesson learned from those failures and pitfalls and. I really like how you boiled that down to us and now let's move forward and go to the other end of the spectrum because just like as entrepreneurs, we fail and we have challenges and obstacles every single day on certain levels. We also have these aha moments, these light bulbs that turn on and we say, wow, this is going to resonate with my authentic self. This is something that I can see myself just going whole hog into. I am passionate about this. What moment was that for you, Corey? And how'd you turn that into success?
1: Well, the aha moment for me, actually, I would say came today, to be honest with you. Wow. So very good timing. Very, very recently. Yeah, very good <laughs> timing. I, uh, I look back at what I've accomplished so far. And it was the first time I gave myself a little pat on the back. Cool. And I gave myself, you know, five minutes of yay me. And then it went back to the grind. So, mm-hmm. But I think, you know, when you're first starting off, it's a struggle. And I think family and friends become a really big issue because they often want to tell you what, they think you should do you know through the filter of their own perception of the world and they want you to experience the same pitfalls they do and when you go against that there's a bit of friction at first and they're not with it but then as people that they don't know rally around you and your cause your business and other people congratulate you on your on your success they hop on the bandwagon and so today I look back at it and I was like These very same things that I've been doing, saying that I was going to do successfully and got friction, now people are coming around that I respect and saying, oh, you know, kudos, you're doing a good job, keep it up.
0: Love that for so many reasons. And there's a quote that I often hearken back to by Gandhi that is, first they ignore you, then they laugh at you, then they fight you. And then you win. And that is so often the journey of the entrepreneur. I mean, when you first have this great idea and you're passionate about it, so often so many people around you, they don't understand what you're excited about. They don't get your vision. They don't see it. And so they're just ignoring you and they just continue to go forward in their lives or they even try to discourage you. And and then once you start getting a little traction, they, they laugh at you. They're like, what are you doing? I mean, is this really what you're doing with your life? And then when they start seeing you really get some success, they're upset because you took a chance and you're following your passion, you're living your life, and you're doing what you want to do. And that angers them because they're still in that same stupid nine to five job that they hate. And so they fight you and they're really mad about it because it's a, it's a mirror being held up to themselves about them not taking action. And then as Gandhi says, you win because you've taken action, you've gone forward and you are now living the life that you've created for yourself. Would you say that's something along the lines of what you've been experiencing?
1: Oh, absolutely. For sure.
0: So Corey, let's kind of dive into this story of what you're doing right here because we brushed upon it briefly twice. I've seen the video on your website. We'll have it on the show notes page, but I really want Fire Nation to get a sense of what you want to do. Obviously make a million dollars by 25, but really how are you taking steps forward to do that and what successes have you had thus far?
1: Sure. So when I was looking at this, the good thing about having a concrete deadline is you can really deconstruct how you're going to do it and I knew right and that that makes a huge difference because then you can eliminate things that aren't going to work right off the bat so I got to look at certain types of businesses Uh, to be honest when I started I didn't even know whether I should start a business you know because I had I had no experience I went and I got like the the um the Kiyosaki version of like, okay, well, this is what business owners do, this is what investors do. Right. This is what self employed people do. This is what employees do. I got the whole four quadrant thing down and I'm like, oh, okay. And that's that's how new I was to the whole thing. And uh he said if you want to do it, you know, being a business owner is pretty much the only way you're going to be able to do it with uh with a chance of, of hitting your goal.
0: So then you had to focus, the focus, a trial by fire.
1: So trial by fire, exactly. And then from there, I looked at, okay, what type of industry should I go after that can allow me to have the highest percent chance of achieving it? And it was a digital product or a series of digital products of some sort because um, they can be distributed globally really quickly and they're cheap to make.
0: You can leverage your time. You can scale that business. And if it catches on and goes viral, watch out.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Nice. Yes, exactly. And so for me, that's where like the, uh, the old sentiments website thing came in and the clothes, the fashion line thing was something that was a little different, but having that connection and having that Disney hookup, I thought, Hmm. And having a business partner to leverage that had the experience and had the talent and following the branding that made sense to me. So I did those two things but then at the 6-month mark I wasn't confident about it and I looked and reevaluated everything and I saw this blog post on Tim Ferriss's blog from Chad Moretta about how to make the next Instagram so an app an app article and this guy had made it was like 3 plus million dollars in less than 3 years with no experience and with a startup capital of $1800.
0: Give us just like a 15-second rundown of what exactly that was.
1: Sure. So basically, in that article, he is telling you that if you can look at apps on the, mar- on the store already that are top performing and emulate them and create better apps, not copying, but create better apps and outsource it, outsource the development, outsource the design, you can throw it up there and have a good chance of making some good money.
0: And what was that exact example of that guy that had done that $3 million?
1: Yeah, Chad Moretta, he he owned two different app companies and his one that he made six-figure, a six-figure return on was fingerprint security pro. I do believe it was like a prank app where people thought your phone could be unlocked by a fingerprint by your thumb. And then it didn't work. You know, it was just this really simple app, man. And it was back in 09 and he created (laughs) emoji apps and all these different things. It's a different ball game now, but he wrote a book called app empire. So I went out and, uh, to of the city went like on a nature walk and just you know, figured out what I was going to do and the app thing made the most sense. And I got, I got to business.
0: That's exciting. And I can definitely see you going through there. And Chad definitely have heard his story, I believe. And correct me if I'm wrong, but he had gotten into like a major accident. So he was like stuck in a hospital and he was having to, to think while he had all this time to himself and kind of similar yeah. to like what you had done in your nature walk to get out there and get that white noise away. And I think that's so important because we live in this time fire nation where there's so many distractions. You can always flick on the news. You can always. All these different sites, so you can just fill your mind with this white noise, twenty four seven, literally. And how are you going to have any room for your aha moment when you're doing that? So, Corey, I commend you for taking that walk in nature. And what happened at that point?
1: Yeah. So after that, I started with the apps. Um, we earned some money. We got uh, some investment from people who were following my challenge, and then we started our very first app, which was actually a prank app as well. It was a scary prank app. And um, I actually got to interview Chad Moretta and get some Mm. coaching from him. Uh, I interviewed a 19-year-old kid who was making 300 grand plus from apps and he'd started two years ago. So I was trying to identify people who had done it and done it in a short amount of time and also who didn't have experience starting off in coding or anything because I knew I had to leverage other people's experience to do it totally. you know starting i mean like when you have two years you realize you have to leverage other people's experience and other people's money and that's what i've tried to do and try to construct so that happened with that the ebooks it's actually a very similar strategy strategy i look at top performing books i emulate them i make better ones and i throw them up there and so those have been my two real big big things but just to say like for people who are listening, how big of a change you can make in your life in like 18 months or less is ridiculous. Like I I didn't read more than three books a year on self-development or business. In the last 18 months, I've read over 75. I've interviewed 12 millionaires. I got live coaching from Tim Ferriss and Noah Kagan on live internet TV, had a beer with Neil Strauss, seven-time New York Times bestselling author, um, met some of my heroes started three businesses, like it's crazy what happens when you make your goal public, um, set a deadline and just not accept no for an answer and go at it with just insane persistence.
0: Well, one thing that I learned in law school that I always took away with me was that Tasks will expand to the time that you allot them. And that's so true on so many things in life. When I first started Entrepreneur on Fire, people really thought I was crazy for doing a a seven-day-a-week podcast. They simply said, John, there's not enough time in the week to do seven podcasts a week. That's insane. Well, not only do I do seven podcasts a week, Corey, I do seven podcasts in one day because I have allotted one hour back-to-back interviews. You're actually number seven of eight, if I sound wow. a, little, a little tired.
1: <laughs> no, you don't. You don't.
0: No, and I don't feel it because I'm talking to people like you, Corey, and your stories are inspiring. So, every single time I get on the on the call with another entrepreneur who's successful and who's passionate about what they do, that brings me up to their level that I'm already at from the last call anyway. So, it just keeps going. and. I do it all in one day on Mondays. I'm done because I've given my task only that much time. The time has only allotted to one day. Of course, I could spread it out over the course of a week. Of course, you could have said millionaire by 30 and you know, I'm sure it. 29 and a half, you would have had like $950,000 or something (laughs) along those lines. Because it really is, it's like also like Parkinson's law. I'm going to look it up while you start talking and I'll quote it out, but it's really valuable information to learn. And I want you to keep going now. I want you to kind of bring this to fruition, like where you are at right now and then where you see however many months you have until you are 25 years old.
1: Right. So I have six months left. I'm 18 months in and I've earned just shy of $80,000. And a lot of that was just getting these businesses started and getting traction. I've now gotten to the point where I've got traction. I've hit that tipping point and I'm growing at 50 to 100% per month per business. (laughs) Wow. It's just... Is that going to be enough? You know, when I said I had that aha moment, I'm like, okay, I've got like a well-oiled machine. It's working, but can I do this by Christmas? And that's what I want. My mom turns 50 on Christmas Day and it would be amazing to be able to retire her on Christmas, you know, for at least three years up front. And that is defined by getting her a house, getting her her dream car, which is this like 1972
0: Saab 99. Whoa. Whoa.
1: It's like really not that expensive at all. And I don't know why she loves it so much, but she does that. And then on a world trip for six months, and I've got to coordinate that. So those are the three things I would just think would be amazing to do. So if I want a chance at hitting this, I have to get each of my three businesses, two apps businesses and one ebook business up to 20,000 in revenue each. And then I'm going to sell between one and three of them come November. And right through like an app brokerage company basically and take the money from that and, and do it. So I need, I need at least a hundred thousand to do it up front. And then if I keep one to two of the businesses coming in at 20 grand a month, well, I mean, that's awesome. Passive income that is going to be more than enough to keep um, myself going and for, and her, you know, more than anything. So that is the plan as far as that goes. But that being said, there's a lot of challenges that come. I mean, when you're only making $500 in revenue per month, it's a lot easier to get 50% growth than it is <laughs> yes. when you're at like, you know, five grand and plus or 10 grand, you know, or even more than that, it becomes a lot more difficult. So I definitely have my work cut out for me over the next six months. And I'm moving to Toronto with that young uh, app developer I mentioned. And we're just going to go hard, man. We're going to turn it into a success house and just grind
0: That's what it's all about, man, get there and focus. And while you were chatting away there, I found Parkinson's Law, which is just about what I was saying it was, Work expands to fill the time available for its completion. So if you gave yourself five years, your work would expand to fill that time available. If you give yourself two years, that's what it's going to take. I mean, now you have a sense of urgency that wouldn't exist if you still had five and a half years left. It just wouldn't exist because you'd think you had all this time in the world. And I want to tell a quick story here. I'm going to include you in on this, Corey, because I'm kind of curious. Have you read The Slight Edge yet?
1: No, it's one of the few I haven't, but I've heard about
0: it. definitely recommend it. Wait till after you try to do this experiment that you're on because it's more about the long game than the short game, but it's still very powerful for anybody in any entrepreneurial venture. But basically, Jeff Olson starts the book off by saying, two brothers go to their father's bedside. He's about to pass and he says to his sons, sons, I'm going to give you a choice. You can either take $1 million cash right now and you can invest it in whatever way you want, or you can take one penny right now, and that penny will double every day just for the next 31 days, and then it will never double again. That will be it. What choose you? One brother took the million dollars and went away and invested it and made a decent return over those 31 days, whatever that may be, like a 7% return. So, he made like 1,070,000 or something, whatever that number uh-huh. was. Uh-huh. The other brother took the penny and it started to double. By day like eight, he had like 36 cents or whatever that would be. Uh-huh. And the the first brother was like, wow, you're stupid. Why'd you do that? You have thirty." two cents or 48 cents. And I have one point, almost $1 million. Go back, ask dad for forgiveness and he'll give you a million dollars. The brother's like, Nope, I'm staying the course. Fast forward to day 31 that one penny, having doubled every single day, got to $10.5 million. Because on day 30, it was 5.25. And day two, it doubled to 10.5. So it just goes to show you that you get that momentum going. And if you keep that snowball rolling down the hill, it picks up momentum, it picks up speed. And then before you know it, it gets out of control. So for you to say then the first 18 months, you made $80,000, to some people, they, they may be like, Well, that math doesn't add up. Well, to an entrepreneur, it does. Because as that continues to compound on top of itself, that's where the real speed starts taking place. So I definitely commend you for that, Corey. On your way, you have a really interesting six months left ahead of you, I have no doubt. And let's take a quick second to thank our sponsors, Fire Nation. You might think that securing legal protection is only necessary after you get called out. But let me tell you something, if you're ready to start your business, then the time to secure legal protection is now. LegalZoom can help start and maintain businesses with incorporation and LLC filings, trademarks, and copyrights. The best part is LegalZoom offers affordable legal protection that you can trust. And when you join LegalZoom, you're joining three dozen companies from the Inc. 500 list who got their start through LegalZoom as well. LegalZoom is not a law firm, but they can connect you to an attorney and provide self-help services at your specific direction. If you're a parent or an entrepreneur, don't wait any longer. Visit LegalZoom.com, enter fire in the referral box, and protect what's yours. Our other sponsor, 99designs, is your go-to for all your branding needs. Do you need a new logo for your business? What about some sleek web design? How much could you use some new flyers, brochures, infographics, Facebook pages, or banners? More than 210,000 graphic designers at 99designs are there to help you out. They'll work on projects you define with a budget you can work with. They can even create brand new pieces of apparel and new mobile apps for your brands. There's a lot that goes into starting a new business. You're consumed with paperwork, legal considerations, personnel, and day-to-day operations. Get some help with the branding and marketing from people who know their stuff. At 99designs, you choose from the best submissions for your project and give feedback until the results match your expectations. There's a 100% money back guarantee and stellar 24-7 customer support. So why delay? Why put off your branding and marketing needs any longer? It doesn't have to be a pain. Visit 99designs.com slash fire today for a $99 power pack of services for free. That's 99designs.com slash fire. And now we've reached my favorite part of the show, the lightning rounds. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us, Fire Nation, with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Sound like a plan?
1: Yeah, sounds great. Let's do it.
0: What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur?
1: I didn't even know what being an entrepreneur meant at the time, to be honest with you. So I think it was just lack of knowledge.
0: What is the best advice you've ever received?
1: Want it the day, want it today, as bad as you did the first day you set off to achieve something. That's the and that's from a a ten-time world kickboxing champion.
0: Ooh! What is something that's working for you right now?
1: Morning ritual. Morning ritual. I don't touch the computer until. I read for an hour, I meditate for 10 minutes, and I have breakfast. That's like, I need that time to just get in the right mindset. I look at my dream book, which I've created, which is like a book filled with things I want to be, do, and have in my life. And then from there, I get my day started. And that, I find, makes me way more productive than I would otherwise.
0: Do you have a go-to breakfast
1: or do you mix it up? I mix it up, but I've actually been doing something pretty cool, which is, and this is to save time, I pre-cook a week's worth of food in one day, in half a day actually. So, that way all I have to do is reheat and this is healthy stuff, mind you. So, even though I do have a couple of different breakfasts set up, they're already pre-made. So, I have maybe five minutes and it's ready because as entrepreneurs, we often don't have a lot of spare time. So,
0: At least we convince ourselves we don't.
1: (laughs) That's a good, that's a very good point. That's a very good point.
0: By forcing yourself to read for an hour, to meditate, to eat a nice breakfast. I mean, that is what's setting you up for success the rest of the Mm -hmm. day. Not starting frazzled in bed, trying to read emails and getting out of bed and running into the shower and then diving on your computer. So Corey, do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you're just in love with that you can share with our listeners?
1: Evernote is like my top one. So, you guys kind of took that from me. Well, uh, everybody
0: would say Evernote if I didn't say that.
1: Yeah, it's a good point. (laughs) I would say this is something that I'd actually like to make better, but what I do, and this is through Facebook, so it's not a big one, but uh, my biggest issue is if I go onto social media, my feed just takes up so much of my time and like my self-control is great, but it's fallible. You know, you have those days where you go on, you don't even mean to. And half an hour goes by and you're sifting through meaningless.
0: Oh, my high school girlfriend just had a baby. I need to look at it.
1: Exactly, right? You're like, oh my God, really? How how did this happen? (laughs) So, (laughs) You know what I mean? And uh, so what I did was I created a list called mentors. uh, And then I just look at that. So I sign on, I click direct to mentors, and that's my news feed. It's my specialized feed of stuff that is actually going to create value in my life. And then I don't look at the regular newsfeed anymore. However, that being said, there still are some times, for some reason, just moving the cursor over to that list button, you still get caught up sometimes. <laughs> it's ridiculous. But I'd say it would fix the time issue by about 50%. But I am working on a uh, Chrome extension and a Firefox extension that allows you to preload just that specific list for you so you don't get caught in that right. I like
0: that. Well, Fire Nation, yeah. you can get links to this recommendation and everything else that we've mentioned in today's episode by going to entrepreneuronfire.com slash Corey Wadden. So, Corey, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be?
1: Mastery, 100% by Robert Greene. That is just one heck of a book. Uh, It helps you find your life purpose. It helps you understand where you're at in your life. It it helps you understand social dynamics. And most important of all, it helps you understand how to become a master at anything in business or personal life.
0: Oh, and Fire Nation, if you want to listen to the Entrepreneur on Fire interview I did with Robert Greene entrepreneuronfire.com slash Green, And if you want to get the audio version of this book, Mastery, for free, go to eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. So, Corey, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, and come back at us with an answer. Mm-hmm. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world identical to earth but you knew no one you still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have all you have is a laptop and five hundred dollars what would you do in the next seven days
1: i guess it, it really depends on what you're trying to achieve at that current moment this is I you mean, what would this this you is do right this, is, this
0: is a real life example you are captain kirk you've been beamed to a planet identical to earth what would you do
1: if I had a laptop and $500, I would try and find groups of people that have similar interests and start building a network because that sounds awfully lonely. And the $500 would cover maybe travel expenses to meet up with some people. That's what I would say. Absolutely. I would build, try and build a network right away so it's not so lonely. And obviously, it's a good time if that was to ever happen because we have the internet and we have mm-hmm. these things like meetup.com and stuff like that. But yeah, I would definitely just try and find some like-minded people to uh, explore that new planet with. <laughs>
0: I love that answer. And that's exactly why we here at Entrepreneur on Fire have created FireNationElite.com because it's a elite mastermind of like-minded entrepreneurs. We have so many passionate discussions, encouragement, support, because you need that. So hopefully, Corey, you would find that world's version of Fire Nation Elite in your scenario.
1: Well, yeah. I mean, if I got beamed after this call, maybe I I would.
0: (laughs) So Corey, I've truly enjoyed hearing your journey and I'm definitely excited to continue to track the next six months to see where you end up. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, share how we can find and connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye.
1: Sure. I would say figure out your why beyond anything else. I think we were talking about how having that morning ritual is important. I think that same principle applies to your life. It's like, you know, get what you want out of life, figure it out first, that whole sharpening the ax before hitting a thing and then go after it. Because at this point in my life, I've accomplished things that prior to this, I never thought possible for several reasons, like not having enough confidence. Um, to now believing that anything is possible, it's just: Are you going to be happy with the results of what you're doing now? Like, is what you're doing your passion? Is it? Does it make you happy? Because you're going to get whatever you set you, you seek after. It's just make sure that your target is is the right target that you're aimed at the right target. That's what I would say. And uh, even if it takes you a full year, believe me, that year of like self discovery will make your next. You know three years be way, way more productive than you know, maybe even 10 years without that guidance and understanding of who you are. That's what I would say, and also um, just take the first step. I think a lot of it comes along the way, too. You don't have to have everything figured out right away because oftentimes you'll never get started if you try and over prepare, and that's what I've found. So, those two things I would leave. I'll leave you with, you guys can get in contact with me on, I guess the easiest way would be Facebook, uh, facebook.com slash millionaire by two five. And that is like my diary. So I, everything kind of funnels through there. I do have a YouTube channel, website, blog, all that stuff, but Facebook's like the hub. So definitely check me out. I'll, i would love to speak with you guys. Uh, let me know that you heard the, the podcast and let me know what you thought of it.
0: Wonderful. Corey, Thank you for being so generous with your time, your experience, your expertise. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Fire Nation, you're not alone. When you join our mastermind community, Fire Nation Elite, you'll be joining a tribe of like-minded people who are here to help you feel confident about your business, help you find the right track, and help you grow your business launch your new products or services, and become the entrepreneur you've always wanted to be. 100% support, 100% of the time. Visit FireNationElite.com to fill out your application and schedule a one-on-one, 15-minute chat with me today.
1: Thank you for joining us at EntrepreneurOnFire.com, your daily dose of
0: inspiration. Prepare to ignite.